Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 53, and I'm super, super excited about this episode because we have a guest. So I'm going to actually start by, so the guest is Nicole, but I'm going to start by asking Stacey to introduce herself. So Stacey, before you go, introducing the beautiful, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, the, <laughs> oh, I can't even say, and the published author, Stacey Brown. <laughs> oh my goodness i can tell this episode is going to be extremely entertaining hi everybody my name is stacy i am an intuitive healer and a certified reiki practitioner i'm a spiritual mentor and coach i'm an akashic record reader and of course a podcast host and creator and as of today at 1 30 p.m eastern i am a published <laughs> author <laughs> thank you stace and i'd love for our guest to introduce herself nicole can you introduce yourself i can congratulations stacy and hi everybody it's nicole here uh for who i am and what i do i'm a spiritual teacher a teacher of consciousness and metaphysics uh i'm also a channel writer and poet of um all there is uh, I connect directly to the all or to source or to universe and I have clients and students all across the world. So it's my privilege and honor to be here. I started off, yeah, uh, doing energy healing and working with Reiki and um, different modalities like hypnotherapy and NLP. And my practice has just expanded to now Akashic readings, past lives, loved ones, um, different kinds of energy work within ourselves and, you know, on a greater expanse of where we are now. And, um, yeah, it's amazing, this journey and this ride. And I absolutely love what I do, you know, absolutely. I think we're just so, so, so lucky to be able to do this kind of work. So I know we've chosen it and I know it's chosen us and that relationship there is I think my favorite part of it it's like that coming together of our free will and the will of all so yeah very happy to be here today that's beautiful and we're happy to have you and um yeah, just a quick intro on me I'm Nimesh Nims I'm also an Akashic record reader spiritual coach mentor podcast creator and host and um I created this podcast I was guided to and Super glad to have Stacey on me with, with on this journey. I always um actually before I go there, quick intro in terms of how we connect with Nicole. I connected with Stacey on on an app called Clubhouse. Um, it's an audio only app, but it is an interactive app, and really I, it's changed my life. And I met Stacey on there just over a year ago, and we met Nicole there too. So if you haven't heard <laughs> of Clubhouse before, then I would we would highly recommend it. It's a uh, it's a really good space for a conscious conversation. So um, I love, love, love the, the work that we do there. You know, it's, uh, me and Stacey have rooms there at least twice a week. And Nicole, I know you, you have rooms, you know, a couple of times a week on different days. But it really has helped us, right? It's guided us. Um, it helped me at a time when I really needed a conscious conversation during lockdown. And yeah, it's got us here. So how beautiful the space. Um, for those that listen to the podcast regularly, know I love to ask this question. I feel it's really important that we shine our light on ourselves first, and I feel it's especially important right now. 
Um, so I'd love to ask my two co-hosts, what have they done today to shine a light on themselves? And Stace, the publisher extraordinaire, the new author, I'd love <laughs> to start with you. Stace, what have you done today to shine a light on you? You know, um, today is kind of a big day for me personally because um, my divorce is final today. And I kind of woke up with a heavy heart and I made the decision as soon as I got out of bed to practice some self-care. I was recording as a guest on a podcast this morning. And so I took the time to get dressed and put some makeup on and practice some self-care and start my day off that way. And then I really took some time this afternoon to absorb the fact that I'm a published author and really allow myself the space to sit with the beauty of that energy and really soak it in. And, um, mm. you know, it, it's interesting because I, I used to run and like very avidly I run now, but not like marathon shape. Like I was in, and I remember crossing the finish line of my first race and just feeling this sense of euphoria. And it wasn't about anybody else celebrating me. It was about me celebrating me. And today I took some time to celebrate me and how much work it has taken to get to this place and just really being in a space of gratitude. So a little bit of self-care and a little bit of celebrating is how I was shining a light mm. on me today. What about you, um, Nicole? Well, no, before we go that, I'd love just to add, <laughs> we're, we're recording this on January 31st and on previous podcasts, I've talked about January being the end of a cycle and new new vibrations starting in February. And <laughs> thanks, you're a perfect example of that. I mean, so on the same day and the same hour, you ended a cycle and kind of your divorce came through and your book was released on the same hour. So um, just a beautiful example of really, I feel what's going on energetically right now. I really feel that a lot of cycles are ending. And the more that we can do that with ease and grace, the better. And a lot of new vibrations beginning. So I just wanted to add that as that thought came through. And like I said, Stacey is a great example. Her book and her divorce happened in the same hour. I'm not sure how you do that, Stacey, but that was super cool. And Nicole, what have, you, what have you done today to shine a light on you? Uh, I First off, yeah, I love this, Stacey. I, I love that honouring of the process, you know, taking your time with it. You know, not just like rushing it or, okay, great, that's done. And yes, this is what's happening. It's like honoring space for both. I really love that. Um, today, for me, shining a light is interesting because I didn't know this question was going to be asked, right? And I had a moment like what you experienced today, too, Stace, where uh, I go up to my little sand dune. I'm very close to the beach where I am here in Sydney. And I go up and I watch sunrise and, you know, connect and meditate. And it is my special time. I pour that light onto myself, literally, <laughs> the sunrise um, every morning. And um, I ran into one of my friends. He, well, he kind of like was like, wait, Nicole, <laughs> while I'm in the middle of meditation. And I woke up and I just had woke up. I came out and just had this big smile on my face and ended up going to have a big a coffee with him and his brother. And... I was sitting there at the cafe and this is my cafe and um, I was sitting there and just listening to them talk and talking with them and realized this was part of my community, right? And then 
uh, they left and I stayed and started reading the paper and another girlfriend came along and she we were talking and the same kind of thing right it's like this is kind of my community and as I was leaving I was walking away and I just had this smile on my face and the sun was coming through clouds and I had tears well in my eyes because I realized that no matter what we're going through we always have that opportunity to create community to create family right to create connection and I just walked home um just feeling like exactly what you said like celebrating that you know we can have struggles or we can be going through things you know we all do we all have challenges but at the same time what we have done or what I feel like I have achieved is creating all of these little pockets of community and to go back up and check the surf and then be surrounded by another community you know and so I always feel like when there's anything that we can work on within ourselves, even no matter how tough or, you know, I know we've all seen the changes in the past few months, no matter how tough it is, one person can represent for you the whole world, right? And so stepping outside and connecting to that one person, even if it's a stranger, can, you know, bring comfort to them and to you. But yeah, today I was just like super, super grateful for where I am, community I've created and um, my day-to-day rituals of the sunrise and my swim and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I think it's just gratitude for me today, gratitude. Mm. So beautiful, so beautiful. Just a little bit jealous that you live that close to the water, but uh, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so what what have I done? Um, So I spent two weeks in the US. I got back on Sunday and... You know, I, I love my garden. Um, it's not not water, but it's it's very nature like, and you know, it's very healing. So, I definitely took some time out just to spend time in the garden. It's a bit cold in London, but it wasn't raining, which makes a change. So I just I just reset. I did some journaling too. Um, had a bit of a line. My body clock is still adjusting. Um, so yeah, I just took some time out for me. And you know, I I've had the blessing of being part of Stacey's book. And when that when we uh when it was published on Amazon, I just happened to be on, on a call with Stacey and I got to experience that moment with her. So that was definitely a blessing. And I just think about this moment too. It's just, you know, we have, I'm in London and it's, well, it's 2323. Um, Stacey's in the US, um, East Coast US and Nicole. And it's afternoon, for, late afternoon for you, I guess, Stace, and early evening. And Nicole, you're, you're in Sydney. So it's morning for you. <laughs> That's such a beautiful thing, all right? Where we represent, we're a global mm-hmm. voice and we can all come together and share our perspectives. So I just, I just love that. So let's get on with the topic. So this week's topic is personal training for the soul, working with a spiritual mentor. We're all spiritual mentors and we love the work that we do. This topic was inspired by Stacey and she kind of, um, and the way she talks about it. So Stace, I'd love for you to introduce, introduce this week's topic. Over to you. Yeah, I'm excited about this topic because I I find often that people will ask me what I do for a living and I say that I do spiritual work or that I'm intuitive and they kind of go, huh? Right. But I feel like so many of us exist in the physical plane and what we do with the physical body. And so the way that I like to describe the work that we do is much like if you were to want to get in good physical shape you have the option to walk into a gym or to 
turn on a program at home and do a workout. And some people choose to do those workouts occasionally. But when you are really trying to be committed and dedicated to showing up in a new way physically, you go and you hire a personal trainer. And that personal trainer is your cheerleader. They are your mentor in showing you how to use the equipment, what foods to eat, and how to create the the physical life that you want. And so the three of us are lucky enough to be able to do the work every day where we are personal Mm -hmm. trainers for the soul, meaning that we guide you. We don't tell you what to do. We guide you on your journey to healing and hopefully inspire you to awaken in a new way. And we do that through actionable daily steps and through healing processes. But I think it's a great way to take something that for so many people is foreign and hard to understand and simplify it. So imagine just like you would hire a personal trainer at the gym when you're ready to get hardcore, that's what the work that we do. So that's the best way I can explain it, Nims. Yeah. That's beautiful. I agree. Yeah, I love that explanation. And that's what inspired. (laughs) And and I think about, um, Stacey, the program that we channeled um, when you were in the UK a year ago. Wow. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful program. It's helped many people. But again, I'm a big believer that anyone that, looking for a spiritual mentor is working on their soul kind of working on their spiritual journey is guided to the right mentor mm-hmm. so we're intent looking for the mentor and kind of feeling that soul connection rather than a head connection is really important because as stacy said we guide you nobody needs fixing what a good mentor does is guide you to your answers because everything you need is inside you the love the joy the answers what a good mentor does is gives you different techniques, but guides you to those answers. And it just is beautiful watching people shine their light and guiding people to shine their light. Just, um, but yeah, Nicole, I'd love to get your perspective. Yeah, I um, was literally having a conversation with one of my students yesterday about this topic. And I said, we were talking about hierarchy, right? I never feel like I ever need to go looking for students. Like, exactly what you said or clients they come to me they find me if i'm the right person for them i never have to force or push anything onto anyone um and what i was talking with one of my students yesterday was like i we were talking about the spiritual hierarchy where he was seeing people above him right and i said yeah this is i think this is natural but just observe it and i said the thing about me is if you're looking up at me I want you to know that I have no energy of me looking down at you. I said, where I'm looking is further up. So if we're climbing a ladder or or however you want to see it, I'm like, come on this way, (laughs) you know, and I'm looking at the light above me. And so I feel exactly what you said, like we're guides. We're not here to tell you. We're here to guide you. We're not here to do it for you. (laughs) We're here to guide you. And I only ever want to have uh, clients or students that I'm working with where they're expanding me just as much as I'm expanding them. Their questions that they ask me is going to expand what I teach them. 
right? And it, I think that's the fun of it is that it's all exploratory, you know? It's like, oh, well, let's find out about that. Let's ask. Let's check in. Let's see what this is. Let's see where this is coming up for you, you know? But I just love that visual that came through of like, okay, if we're climbing this ladder, I'm not standing on on, the, on some platform looking down and telling you what to do. I'm like, no, no, there's more. Let's keep going, you know, follow me. <laughs> no, I love that. I think that's beautiful. It's that, you know, I always smile when someone says, you know what, I'm early in the journey because as humans, maybe we are, but you don't mm-hmm. know what your goals are, right? So it's that, you know, and, and as you say, we're here to guide. We, everybody has free will. Everyone has a choice. And we can just guide and you know what if someone chooses not to follow us that's okay too right who's, who's to say we're right and who's to say we're wrong it's like that's just our perspective right so it's that you know it's just it's just so beautiful just to trust and know that you know we're all equal we all have just as important role to play none of us are ever finished well that's the thing i am I, I if anyone says to you they're fully healed I'll, I'll, I'll be say i'll just say maybe for today yeah, because the, the thing is I, I know i'm always going to be a student i'm always going to be learning i'm always going to be expanding the universe is always going to be trying to teach me something i really hope i, I really listen to the messages and, and i grow with ease and grace not with pain but sometimes we grow with pain too right but it's that's the thing we're on and spiritual ego is a whole probably different topic but it is a thing it's like when some people start on this spiritual journey, they do feel sometimes that, that they have some power over people and you don't. Our gifts are gifts, right? They they come from a different mm-hmm. place. We don't own them. And yeah. It's just we've got to be careful to to realize that no one is above anyone else. No one's any more important. We're all on this journey. But a mentor what a mentor does is just it gives you that mirror, allows you to look inside yourself, allows you to look inside yourself from an answer. Because sometimes it's difficult when you're in it in your own energy to get a different perspective and to mm. look at things from a different. And it's also, you know, what a good mentor does is just gives you different modalities, different ways of looking at things, different things, different ways of working on you to find your answers in you. Um, I mean, I love the way that Stacey describes it when she talks about creating your own soup. And actually, Stacey, I'm going to let you give, give, give that analogy. But that's, <laughs> for me, that's just a great way of describing it, right? So Stacey... Talk about your soup. I'm putting you on the spot yeah, twice here. You know, well, I, I, so I, think it's, I think it's interesting because um, before I started doing mentorship, um, I had a mentor and she, um, she and I were sitting in my living room one day and I was talking about how I felt about some of my life choices and the things that I had like the the paths that I had been led down in my life journey. And I said, who in the hell is going to want to listen to me? I have made (laughs) so many shit decisions. Who is going to want to listen to me? And she said, Stacy, I haven't ever faced any of the challenges and overcome Mm -hmm. the things that you have who is going to want to listen to me? And that stuck with me because I had looked at so many of my life experiences as negative things. Right. But the way that I, that I kind of equate this is again, I'm going to go back to running. 
when you run a big race, not everybody can stand on the starting line at the same time. Your, your time is tracked when you cross the starting line to the finish line. Okay. So when that gun goes off, some of the people in the pack are towards the back and they don't start the race at the same time. You're all on the same race. You're all going to the same place. Okay. But you all have a different pace. You have a different starting time. You have a different finishing time. And for me, I kind of look at it as like, I might be on mile five while some of my clients are at mile one. And I just turn around and yell back to them, mile three sucks. It's all uphill. <laughs> Watch what you're doing. You might want to change your stride, right? Like that's, that's what I do. And I, I tell people that because it's, it's very similar to what Nicole said about, about the ladder, right? Is that it's not that I'm in any different a race than the clients that I'm helping. It's simply that I've had some experiences that have helped me to formulate my soup recipe. And so what I like to tell people is that as mentors, we walk you up to this large buffet, right? And it's got all these different ingredients. We introduce you to those ingredients because some of them you might not be familiar with. And we get you to experiment with those different ingredients. And we work mm. on, in your mentorship, cultivating the soup recipe that is going to work for you. So that by the time you get done your mentorship, not only have you experienced new ingredients and tasted our soup, but you walk away with your own soup recipe and you start recognizing the ingredients that you like that work for you and then incorporating those into your soup so that you can walk out having the exact recipe that you want. And here's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that their soup recipe was formulated from the very first day of their existence mm -hmm. based off of the family that you grew up with, the geographic location of where you grew up, hell, the color of your skin, right? There are so many different factors that go into that soup recipe. And a lot of us get very narrow-minded in thinking that the only soup recipe is the one in the home that we grew up in because it's the only one we've ever tasted. And what I love about what we do is that we get people to be intentional in understanding the soup recipe that you grew up with and getting the perspective that there are other recipes out there and other ingredients mm -hmm. that maybe you haven't tried yet. And it's probably for me, the most exciting part of spiritual mentorship, because mm. when you see a client's response to a new ingredient and they get to taste a new flavor, it's so exhilarating. Yeah, they light mm. up, right? They light up. It's right. They're like, <laughs> I didn't know about... <laughs> Cilantro. <laughs> right? I didn't know about cilantro, but now mm. I do. And I want cilantro in my soup every day. Right. And so for me, I, 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 I'm really big on metaphors and symbolism because 
I think so much of spirituality, including spiritual mentorship, is kind of this mystical thing that we don't really understand, right? But when we break it down into Mm -hmm. tangible physical things that people can can associate with. Visualizations, yeah. Give them the ability to visualize what we're talking about Mm -hmm. and to truly experience the freedom that comes from cultivating your own soup. Love that. Visualizations are a huge part of the way that I teach as well. It's, yeah, it's just, beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly different it makes. I knew we were <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Nims. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. It's like everyone talked to say, say somehow is this really a connection, but that's a whole different story. Um, but yeah, just to add, I mean, it's like just to turn the soup recipe into something real is that, you know, the ingredients could be, they said, you know, you were born into and the program you had growing up the religious programming it's like understanding that is part of it how you journal how you meditate how you you know mm-hmm. maybe records it's like all these modalities that different mentors can teach you that go into your suit and you know we may have a self-care routine that works for us but whoever we're mentoring they find that that routine that that mix that soup of different modalities that work for them because I'm a big believer that everything we go through in life, we go through for a reason. It's part of our part of our training and mm-hmm. going through for a reason. And it's that maybe it's there because we need to help other people not go through that same level of pain. Maybe it was our soul contracts, but there's a reason. And sometimes it's hard, right? When I say that everything we're going through was meant to happen to us and it's part of our training, you know, if we've had some really tough challenges, that's hard to kind of, well, really? Mm-hmm. Why, why would the universe, why would God do this to me, right? Why is that? But when our soul comes into into human form, we're here to experience certain things. And that's why we go through certain things. But it's you can't always control what happens to you, but you can respond. You can choose how you respond to it. And working with a spiritual mentor helps you to become aware of what's happening inside you, and then you get to choose to respond. And that's what I mean by free will is that, you know, it's, it's understanding. It's understanding what ingredients you have in today's world, and it's like, hold on a second. What's mm-hmm. my new soup going to look like? And then from that perspective, yeah. start to make choices with awareness, right? Because it's that, you know, it's, it's that. Because so many of us, you know, we say ignorance is bliss, right? We go, we go through life with um, without, you know, just kind of going day to day, and then something happens to us, and maybe it's an awakening, and then all of a sudden we start to look at things differently. Just think about how many people mm-hmm. are going through the lockdown and everything else, and now the same things that used to excite them don't excite them anymore. The same friends that they used to have fun with don't they don't resonate with anymore. It's like something's different, and that's when if you, when you start searching for something different and you feel something inside you, that's when you know maybe you want to look for a mentor. And we didn't talk about it at the beginning, but we all have four bodies, right? Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And, you know, kind of, even when you're working with a spiritual mentor, all four bodies are important. And that's what, it's important that, you know, when you talk about your soup recipe, you consider all four of your bodies and it's like your physical body is like your, your base, right? It's, it's the, it's like your base chakra. It's like, if you don't look after your physical body, then the rest don't really make sense. Right. And then, then you start thinking about, you know, your mental 
and a lot of us are driven mentally, right? And understanding our triggers there and what's driving us, and then you know emotionally, what what's your inner child doing? And you know, kind of what's the trauma that you're holding on to? And then obviously our favorite one, the spiritual one, where you just start getting to your Akashic records and start going deeper in who you really are. <laughs> but it's like you have to work on all of that, right? And that's what a spiritual mentor mm -hmm. guides you to that. So, Nicole, what do you mm -hmm. think about the, the, the soup analogy? I love, well, you know, in a formal life, I was a chef in, in a formal life of this life. I, sorry, I need to qualify that with present company. Um, I was a chef for 20 years. So, of course, I love this analogy. <laughs> but I love it too because what was coming up for me is like, at the start of your spiritual practice, maybe you're so excited to know that this is your soup recipe, but it can change like as you move through too. You can add more ingredients. You can take things out. You can simplify it. You can expand. You can try something new. So I feel like a lot of people come into their spiritual path. Like one of the first questions I ask people is like, what's your favorite thing to eat? Or what's your favorite thing to do, right? And it's amazing to me how many people don't even know that because they get stuck on that because they're so used to saying when somebody's like where do you want to go for dinner oh i don't mind wherever you want to go right so i love the idea of the soup recipe because maybe for the first time in people's life they're actually figuring out what they like what they love and this is part of that self-love journey right where you get to play maybe for the first time in your life you get to experiment you have freedom you can really just be you, you know, and feel safe to do so. And I think that's the part that I really love about being a mentor is that, you know, creating that safe space for someone to be like, am I doing this right? And I said, if you're here and you're breathing, you're doing it right. You know, <laughs> however you're doing it is right. You need to let go of that is this right or wrong am i connecting right or wrong is this what i'm seeing right or wrong it's like whatever it looks like for you is correct so i love the soup analogy because i feel like this is that visual representation of like what is it that i love about my spiritual practice what do i want to expand what do i want to grow what am i curious about what is something i want to try that i don't think i can you know so it's like knowing that you're safe to ask questions that maybe there's nobody else in your physical world that you can ask these questions of. What does this mean? What does this terminology mean? You know, some of the questions, some of the most obvious questions people are too scared to ask because they feel like, oh, people are going to judge me or think that I don't know anything about this if I don't know what this meaning is. Like, I think my Google search um, is probably... <laughs> And I'm sure you guys agree, like, if somebody was to go through your Google search with some of the questions you've asked Google, but it's like, that's what I do. It's like, okay, I want to explore here more and find out. I, um, yeah, I really love that super analogy. I think we can add and subtract and change it and grow it and let it simmer and let it steep and then, you know, bring it back out and reheat it and add. And, yeah, I love it. I love it. I, yeah. I think um, I mean, you both talked about it in similar ways in terms of, Working with a mentor allows you to get to the base of who you really are. And mm -hmm. you know, kind of, you know, Nicole, when you talk about, you know, kind of start to make your own choices, it's like once you release your programming and you start to understand your programming, you know, kind of what you are like on a day to day basis, how you're reacting, even what your soul contracts are, what your soul journey is, what your purpose is, you start to become more of you. And it's beautiful when we mm -hmm. see that, right? People start to, 
truly start to shine their light differently because they're starting to understand, oh, that's why I do that. Okay, so I can do something different. It's so beautiful just to see the light shining in people. I'd, I'd love to move on to um, asking you both about mentors in your life and kind of what impact they've had on you and kind of just to understand that a bit more detail to kind of give people a bit more context. And so Nicole, starting with you, you didn't ask you mm-hmm. this before the podcast, but have you had a mentor <laughs> before and what kind of impact has that person had on you? Yeah, I've had a few mentors, like right at the very start of my practice, my first mentor was a hypnotherapy, a hypnotherapist that I went to. Um, and she like just completely cracked me open. I had a spiritual practice. I was uh, doing yoga. I was starting to have visions. I'd always had visions since when I was a kid, but that part of me had kind of been shut down, which I think is quite common too for a lot of people. And so when I started seeing this hypnotherapist and I, I was told beforehand, Oh, she's very connected. Very mysteriously. I was told she's connected <laughs> and working with her. I really started to um, have the sense this tiny little Indian woman uh, just had the sense of play. You know, she was very playful and she was very connected to a lot of the Indian gods and goddesses. So I was kind of introduced to that realm, but it didn't feel like that was my path. I was just kind of being shown hers. So I worked with her for a while and then she moved away. Um, I had another uh, mentor who worked with me sort of at that second part of my, my journey. Um, and that was incredible. She, I started, she was there when I really started to work with energy and I was feeling it and feeling God consciousness and feeling consciousness. I was just like, why would I choose to be here? if I can be within that, (laughs) you know? So she was very good at keeping me grounded. You know, she was really, she was teaching me about balance. Um, And now my current spiritual mentor and I work a lot together because uh, for the kind of work that I do and what comes through, um, he really assists me with um, deciphering uh, and a lot of the bigger stuff that comes through for me. I don't really have anyone that I can talk to about that. I think some of the stuff, and I know I'm in a safe space here, I think some of the stuff that if I was to share would scare a lot of people. Um, Does that make sense? Like just a little bit out of their comfort zone. So for me, he's a really value. I would call him family now because I know that I can contact him at any time and just be like, can we have a call? So that's not something that's scheduled for me. That's just a support that I have from, for me, from my practice, for my clients. And that's a really um, beautiful flowing relationship that goes back and forth between us. So I help him, I help his friends, his family. Um, and he just absolutely uh, holds space for me and uh, helps me to uncover who, more of who I am. So exactly what you were saying before, Nims, where it's like uh, when we start to have glimpses or um, senses of how powerful we are, that can be really daunting and almost make us close up as the human, right? Because we think, this is too much. Who am I to think that I'm not? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) So... Uh, he's been great for this part of my journey. And I know that him and I, like, he can't get rid of me even if he tried. But for me, that I know that we'll be together now for the rest because as I expand, he's expanding, he's expanding, I'm expanding. So 
I think that's really key too. When you feel like you're ready to move on to the next step of mentor, they will appear for you. They will come forward for you when you're at your next step. That's what I mean by being guided and and knowing that whoever's meant to mentor you is a soul. It's just like a soul contract. I mean, you called him family, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. Mentor is that soul feeling that you know you were meant to kind of connect with them at the right time. And if you're open to it and ask the question, the right mentor will show up. But you've always got to check in with yeah. your intention. If your intention is to want to be fixed, none of us need to be fixed, right? So um, beautiful. Stace, love to go into you. Talk to us about the mentors in your life. So I've had um, a lot of mentors come into my life. And it's interesting because um, I, I don't... Um, practice traditional religion, but one of the mentors that stands out in my mind is um, the wife of a pastor of a local church that really helped me to release the theme of shame and guilt that I had had been riddled with, with based off of my programming and the way I was raised. And um, came into my life at a time where I was trying to unpack the um, regimented, ingrained uh, Mormon faith that I had been raised in and really gave me um, a a different perspective when it came to my belief system. And she was uh, profound in the journey of self-love for me. Um, To this day holds a very special place in my heart though I don't practice the same way that she does, she definitely contributed to the ingredients in my soup. And she's someone that I could probably go, you know, years without talking to and could reach out to her and, and we would have the same sort of connection. And I'm deeply grateful for that. Um, another mentor that stands out in my mind is the Reiki master who, um, who taught me the practice of Reiki and um, working with her was like working with this beautiful divine mother energy that was just so pure and so loving and so full of light that it was almost like blinding to be in her presence. And I don't mean that in a way of like, like she was like, Hey, here I am. It was like, she exuded love, just pure, unadulterated, compassionate love. And I, I still feel so blessed that I came in contact with her and that I was able to forage this relationship with her that helped me to understand Reiki healing and have a, a, a profound amount of respect for it. Um, so she's another one that stands out. I mean, there it's interesting because there are so many mentors that have come into my life, but these are the two that in this moment really stand out to me. What about you, Nims? Yeah, so, I mean, I started very much in the corporate world and you know, in the corporate world, you're encouraged to get mentors, right? So I, I've had a lot of business mentors in my life. And, um, you know, they've helped me on the, the corporate ladder. 
it's interesting when I started on the spiritual journey, um, it's almost like, like a lot of that corporate training was kind of holding me back. It's like everything that made me successful was the one thing that was kind of holding me back. And, and I, I needed my spiritual awakening. I needed to get knocked off the, the I guess the mental path that opened me up to spirituality. Right. I talk about that in a previous podcast, but it's that, you know, my spiritual awakening happened because somebody did something to me and that led me on a path to become super curious about spirituality. It led me on a path to think I needed fixing. So I went to lots of gurus and lots of meditations and just tell me what I need to do and I'll be fixed. Eventually I realized that I don't need to be fixed. Everything I need is inside me. And that's when I met my mentor, Sidra. Um, she, working with us, working with her, she guided me to accept that I was a healer. She guided me to really understand my power. Um, yeah, so she she helped me along that way. And she was, um, <laughs> she she had a, her own unique way of making sure that I was on track and kept me grounded. And um, for me, that's what a mentor does, right? I saw her working with so many different people, but adjusting her style to basically what the person wanted. And I know that, I had a soul connection with her and um and I always imagined that we were gonna do lots of things together, we were gonna do events together. Um, but she passed away only 38 years old in March 2020. And it's interesting, she had a lot of followers, and the followers around her, especially those close, started to really struggle. But there's a knowingness in me that she was where she was meant to be, even though I miss her humanly. Um it's like she almost prepared me for her not being here because she talked a lot about not being here. And I just used to laugh it off. I'm like, yeah, sure, Cedra. And, um, but when she left, she became, she's now one of my guides. And we talk about that in other episodes, but we all have a soul family. We all have a set of guides. And in the other realm, she's the one that pushed me to learn how to read Akashic Records. She's the one that pushed me to start this podcast. Um, and actually, I, I really believe Stacey's met her in, you know, as, as, as one of her guides, but, I really believe that Stacey connected her to me too. So, um, you know, that's what I mean by a spiritual mentor for me is really has a soul contract and it really does come from the soul. And I I knew when I met her, um, I wanted to work one-to-one -one with her. She kind of, she was encouraging me to do all these courses with her and all that. I'm like, no, I want to work one-to-one -one with you. And that was kind of how, how our connection, because I felt it. And that's what I'd encourage all of our listeners to, to really, if you want to work with a spiritual mentor, check with your intention and feel it from the soul. I was just going to say, I feel like there's a question that we need to answer here, Nims. And so I want to ask you to, how does someone know when they are ready for a mentor? Mm, there is like an itch. They're the itch that they've, they've got questions that need to be answered. There is like a push that they can't ignore, right? Where they feel like if, I, I don't want to say like a dead end, but I feel like if they've come to a point where they don't know which, which way to go, and I, I promise you, like whether it's through social media or listening to someone or hearing them on Clubhouse or something like that, when you find the right mentor for you, it will feel like, a, like your heart is expanding. It'll feel like this, like 
outpouring of love from your heart space out. It'll just be like that kind of sunshine coming out. That's what it'll feel like when you're speaking with the right person. And I, I feel like that's, you know, I know that both of you are, are like that. Our body is going to respond to that person. Like your body, forget about the mind, let go <laughs> of the mind. But it's kind of like when you feel, for me, I knew I needed a mentor because I had this, I felt literally like I had a weight in my solar plexus, right? So that was what my, it, and it was like I was, it was like I was hungry for something, but I didn't know what I was hungry for. Yeah. You know? I had appetite, but not knowing what I wanted. It's it's like a knowingness that something's missing, that something's not quite right, that you're searching for something, but you don't know where to find it. Um, that for me is is the is the is the important part, and um, you know, is something missing inside something you? Something came over me. Yeah. So, so, so Nicole, we we, we 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 lost you there for a few seconds. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just it's yeah okay. we're just yeah it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's what I was saying. It's it's that. It's that knowingness that something's missing, that that mm-hmm. maybe you're meant for so much more and there's just something that's not quite right. And like I said earlier, it's like the things that used to excite you no longer excite you. And you just you 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 there's there's a burning inside you that something's not quite right, something's missing. Mm-hmm. It's not a negative feeling per se, but it's more I'm meant for more. I'm meant to do something else. And it's that it's it's that feeling inside you that and then when you start asking for answers that's when to Nicole's point, the right person will show up and you feel mm-hmm. it. Oh, but it's like, it's, it's that asking and asking your guys, asking the universe for those answers and kind of then people will come along to guide you along the way, but feel it in your heart. Stace, what do you think? What do we miss? Well, for me, I got tired of doing things the way that I was doing them. And I love it because Stace has the biggest smile on her face. My experience has been um, feeling exhausted. And, and I'm, I'm going to go back to the running analogy. I was running a certain way and someone could show me how to run differently with a different stride that wasn't so damn exhausting. And so for me, it when when a mentor has come into my life, it's usually when I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of doing things the way that I had been doing them. And I was longing for more. And so mm-hmm. there was this feeling for me of a deep sense of fatigue. And I'm not talking about physical fatigue, though I am making the analogies, but I'm talking about a, a deep sense of soul exhaustion. You could do it more efficiently if you just had the tools. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Mm. 100%. And, and yeah. so, Nicole, I don't know if the same thing happened to you, but I just love how some of the some of the, the people we, we mentor kind of found us. It's like we have so many examples of um, one example <laughs> is um, um, one, one of our one of the people we mentoring. She was just she was on she was in Sedona. She was meant to meet up with some friends and um her friends didn't show, so she was on her own. So she was on Spotify looking for some music, looking for music, by the way, not a podcast. And somehow she stumbled on our podcast and <laughs> she booked a discovery call. I didn't even know who she was. She booked a discovery call and Stace happened to be in the UK at that time. I can't remember which trip Stace, but, and so I, I was talking to her and we had a connection. And so Stace, so I called Stace in and said, Stace, you must say hello. And from there, she just booked it. And it's like, 
just found us randomly. Wasn't expecting it to. Um, another example of somebody who hasn't been on Clubhouse for six months, was walking around some park um, and all of a sudden could hear voices. And somehow she managed to, <laughs> on her lock phone, not having used Clubhouse for six months, managed to go into Clubhouse, go into one of my room, one of our rooms and could hear me talking. And from that, decided to follow up. And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We guided through it when we asked the question. Yeah. Like, it's just beautiful. I just love it. I had I had a client a couple of weeks ago who said in three days, the three times I opened Instagram, you were the first thing that came up. And I hadn't even posted three things in three days. <laughs> like she was it was just like she was like, You just kept coming up for me and I had to reach out. And so yeah, I I hadn't interacted with her at all before, but that was how. So I feel like if you ask the question, and this is in regards to anything in regards to spirituality, right? If you ask the question for help and support, just be open to how it's presented to you. No, <laughs> so it's the, the, right? So the three examples we've just given, each of those people made the conscious decision to follow where spirit guided them. So it's like spirit's going to guide you always, but are you open to seeing what's happening there? I love that. Mm-hmm. I love so that. I have another Taking question for you too. I have another question for you too. Yeah. It's the same question as I was thinking, but go on. Go on, Steve. <laughs> what would you say is the highlight or one of the best parts of mentoring people? She says always, always, she she kind of goes into my brain and I said, I was going to ask oh. you know, the same question. What, what, would, what could a mentor expect from us? So, Nicole, why don't you start? Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like one of the best things is is like we can have a really profound, deep. Okay, so I'm going to give the most recent example. Was uh, this week the topic has been uh, being within consciousness? Okay, which seems like a pretty normal topic for spirituality. And when that topic came through, I'm always given on a Monday morning what I'm teaching my students for the week. All of these people that I'm mentoring at the moment have been through the first round of my program and have continued on. So it's like each week is being presented as we go. And um, it was like being in the state of consciousness. And I was like, well, I've already done this with them. But no, I was actually taking them to be suspended within consciousness on a journey. So like through meditation and to ask questions and to see what it is. And the thing was, is the questions that were coming up were so huge. Like who created you? consciousness you know what why were you created and being and each one of them it didn't matter for each one of them being in the state that state of consciousness it was like all of it was the same being surrounded by love being felt comforted but felt seen felt heard you know and so to be in that space and to work in that space and then to kind of see that they can create from this space and they can ask questions from this space, not to just experience it, but, but, but to participate and to be within it. And what can I do while I'm here and what can I find out about, but also what can I just be here? And so to see them come out of it afterwards and just see the tears, they all were kind of like, they felt like they'd experienced God, right? And that I would not be able to speak about this publicly a few months ago, what I do. I just wouldn't for the sanctity or the sacredness of the work that we do. But this is like more of me being 
knowing that who I am has expanded from a few months ago too. So I think my favorite thing is seeing their faces after these experiences, seeing how the, they come back the next week and see how it's been implemented into their lives. You know, I'm like, now that we have been here, this you have access to this, you can be here anytime. It's like that, it's like that understanding that this is not something that they must have me there to do. You know, it's like, like you said, we guide them to this space, but they now have the key, the code, the access to it at any time they want, you know. So I feel like that face that they have, that face that they have, that change in the tone of their voice, that softness that comes over them, that twinkle in their eye, you know, all of that, that just that pure, unadulterated, joyful peace and calm, you know. That's that. that's me, like my favorite part. I love anything that. like that. And I'm not sure how I'm meant to follow that, but I, I couldn't agree more. It's, <laughs> that, it's it's that it's that when they get that feeling of, you know, it's like maybe when we connect them to the soul family, they can truly feel their guides around them, and they can feel mm-hmm. they start to ask questions and like, oh my god, <laughs> it's like oh wow, this, this is so cool. Or they get, or we teach them a the modality around maybe oracle mm-hmm. cards or the pendulum or akashic records, and it's like. They just get this feeling, oh my God, I feel so connected. Or maybe they start to really understand their programming. You know, it's like, and how that's driven them so many years. And they realize now they can do something different and they can truly be mm-hmm. themselves. That it's those aha moments that just, they just light up. And it's like, they get so excited mm-hmm. buzz about them. And it's like, but it's us empowering <laughs> them to know that they've got the power inside them. And it's just beautiful, beautiful to see. So stay. Yeah. What's, I what's cried your... just as much as that. <laughs> and it's the thing. It's like it's always a co-creation thing. Because you mentioned it. Like healers need healing too. There's no. It's mm-hmm. like they're healing. We're healing, and it's like it's such a mm-hmm. so beautiful. I just love what we do. So Stacey, I'm going to hand that mm-hmm. question over to you. What do we miss? What do you? Oh, want to... I think that I think the thing that's standing out of my mind is, um, you know, our our program that Namesh and I do. We do it jointly, but we also do it independently and. Um, I just completed 12 weeks with a client yesterday and I, I'm going to, it's like the afterglow (laughs) 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 without being too inappropriate. (laughs) It's it's like the afterglow. That's a different podcast yesterday. (laughs) I'm on this call with her. Right. And like, we just had, we spent 90 minutes together on the last call and we're kind of, you know, deconstructing some of the things that, that she's experienced. And as we're closing out the session, she just conveys that we've not only shifted her dynamic and her energy and her heart space, but that we've shifted the dynamic and the foundation of her family. Mm-hmm. That the work that she has just done in the last 12 weeks has now had this ripple effect on her marriage and her kids and the way she parents. And I mean, I was just crying because I'm like, for me, I have this insane amount of respect for the work that we do. Like, I don't feel like it's me. I feel like I'm just the vessel. Like 
I just have the volume turned up a little bit more on my intuition. Maybe, I don't know, but like, I look at it as I'm the vessel, like helping them Mm -hmm. on the journey. I don't look at it as something that I have done. And so when I, when I see that kind of spark ignited and I see the ripple effect that it catches fire through an entire family and the realization that we're not just impacting this generation, but the generations to come, Mm -hmm. I am in awe. And, you know, yesterday was really freaking dark for me. I was anticipating the finality and the the closing of the chapter of my marriage today. Um, I was just kind of coming out of some physical sickness of my own and recovery. And to hear this woman in such a confident but peaceful and so blissful and serene and to know that I'm like sending her off into the world to use this new recipe. It, it made me cry because I didn't come to this place easily. I didn't wake up one day and say, I want to be a mentor for me it felt like a call on my life and I had to give up a lot to be true to this path. And when I see a client and when I see a student, when I see someone that I'm working with stand in their own loving, beautiful, powerful space, being true to who they are and knowing who they are, It is the most rewarding thing. And it makes for me all of the heartache and pain worth it because I know that I am doing what I was put on this earth to do. And my only hope is to help as many people as I can. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so well said. Um, I think sometimes we underestimate that. I, I really believe we're mentors for mentors. So, so we mentor people who are then mentor mentor because that's the ripple effect of what happens, right? You heal yourself and then all of a sudden you're going to spread that energy, that vibration in whatever way. Maybe you, you become a mentor. Maybe you just truly shine your light differently and all of a sudden we change so many lives by just changing one person's life. Stace, I couldn't have said it better. That's just beautiful, beautifully said. And as as we close out, I'd like to, um, I, I guess, just just have a conversation around what what do our programs? So, if somebody was going to work with you, Nicole, what would that look like? Mm, thank you. Um, so, my program is called Master and Creator, and exactly what we've talked about, right? To become your own master and creator. So, the premise or the idea behind it is that not having to rely on anything or anyone outside of yourself for the answers that you're seeking or for the healing that you're needing. So it's a combination of energy healing, um, learning about how to access yours and for other people, exactly what you said, the Akashic records, the past lives, connecting to your guides and loved ones. But it goes into 
um, opening up the field of consciousness so that you experience what it is that you are here to do. And I do it in a very um, practical way, like you said, through visualization, through guided meditations, through one-on-one. I work only one-on-one with people. Um, I find that the journey is sacred and I want to keep everybody at where they're at. So, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at on your spiritual journey for this. This is so that you come out of it knowing how to channel, knowing what, how your body responds to your guides, knowing what your higher self feels like, the energy, recognizing the energy of who comes in to support you. So um, it kind of goes everywhere with my students, depending on what they're needing. But, um, yeah, it's it's coming away with uh, certification in being able to be a Reiki healer, if that's what you choose to afterwards, or if it is just that, you know, you want to be better in tune with energy and what that looks like. So, yeah, it's um, 12 weeks as well, like what you said, um, which is interesting that we're all sitting around that mark too. <laughs> Well, but, twelve um, is a magic yeah. number, right? So, <laughs> and it, and it, yeah, yeah so. beautiful. And I'll I'll leave um, Nicole's details on how to contact her in the show notes. And it's interesting Thank you talk you. about working with individuals. So me and Stacey have been talking about a group program for a long time, and everyone we talk to just wants the individual program. They don't, they don't want the group program. So um, it's just interesting, right? And you know, we we'll, we will go with where our clients want to go. Um, Stacey, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the program that we've channeled, the ones that we, the program that we do for our clients. And I can add Yeah, so um, our program also is 12 weeks. Um, Like I said, Namesh and I do it jointly, or you can also hire one or the other of us um, for the same program. And the skeleton for the program is the same for all of our clients, but it's customized um, for the individual with us tapping in vibrationally to what that individual client needs. Um, It focuses on all four bodies. So we start with the physical and the mental, and then we go into the mental and emotional in month two. And then in month three, we really dial in on the physical. I mean, I'm I'm the spiritual. Um, We, we really have structured the program so that you're laying the foundation um, mm-hmm. and laying the groundwork as you go into this. So I would say it's a program that kind of layers on top of each other. So <laughs> in the beginning, we're really focused on um, creating healthy habits and a healthy routine and introducing daily actionable steps that you can use in cultivating the life that you want. And then as we go further into the program, we focus more on some of the in-depth healing, whether it be programming, ancestral healing, past life. Um, And then we integrate some tools that we specialize in like Akashic records, um, like a soul plan, like a manifestation triangle. We use a lot of techniques so that we are equipping our clients with tools that they can then carry forward with them. So I'm, I'm proud of the work that we're doing. But I definitely believe that this program was 100% channeled. Um, yeah. When I sat in his kitchen. It was the way that it was delivered to us was just so powerful. And we've been able to take it and tweak it for the individual based off of their independent needs. I think we're going to have to share notes because this is why this <laughs> is so wide. Because, <laughs> because 
the same. Like month one, I'm focusing on what is it that you consume, your diet. <laughs> Build, yeah. I talk about building your foundation. We're not building a train here that's running. We're building brick by brick, you know, body, movement, <laughs> sleep, hydration. What are your meditation and journaling practices? Like, <laughs> and it's well, clearly like, this isn't our last that... talk. No, <laughs> it was never going to be, right? It was never going to be. <laughs> But it's it, it's true. It's building that foundation practice. Like you must have a solid foundation before you reach for the stars. You know, what is your practice on integration? You know, those four steps of information and then like processing and then integration and um, embodiment. It's like the same, you know, the physical, <laughs> the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. It's... <laughs> Awesome. Uh, I, uh, I want to use the F bomb here, but I love you guys. <laughs> it's fine. You can use you. You can use whatever. You want. But but it is. I just yeah. want to. It's interesting. It's like because I had this question from from um, a friend. It's like you channel the program. It's like sometimes when you say channel the program, I think people expect that we had some sort of big epiphany, some big flash in the sky. <laughs> you know, like, no, no. We sat down on a desk and we had big, you know, kind of. Um, notes and we we channeled it but we did the work around it right so yeah and it's that you know it's, it's really the beauty of of, of guiding people through, and i don't think people that. realize how yeah I don't think people realize how specific they are with it yeah <laughs> it's kind of true and what order it, it is because it's like we, we we specifically know that you know physically you've got to have a self-care routine it's like if you don't have a foundation how can you build everything else on it but it's like Mm -hmm. It may sound obvious, but it's everybody just just wants to go into the spiritual part, right? Just just take me to a Kashi yeah. Records or take me to <laughs> kind of lay the foundation. And mm -hmm. it's like so many epiphanies happen in the first month. And it's like, yeah, you know, that's just laying the foundation because it's that understanding that, you know, for me, that the program that, that Stace just covered is that it's, it's, it's the detail that goes around it in terms of a weekly call. But actually, what's important is the work that you do in between the calls. Mm -hmm. And it's that is the integration. We'll ask you to journal on some sense, to go deep inside you. And it's that, and it's that inner work. Um, and before we sign anybody, we'll we'll always ask for that commitment, right? It's that you're always going to get 100 percent from all from all three of us, right? But it's like if you're going to sign up for this sort of program, then you need to be all in. You need to be willing to to go mm -hmm. through your programming. In and you need to know what your baseline is. Like, what yeah. is your key channel? right so clear yeah. out your system just to find your baseline but also your inner mm -hmm. child and how does your inner child feel and mm -hmm. what to go there and it's like you know it's, it's, it's really kind of being willing to do that work because you know yes we can get that big epiphany but the big epiphany comes in in sometimes it comes in small steps and just really mm -hmm. understanding and I, I love i really feel blessed with the program that we do um and we use on a day-to-day -day basis because i love seeing those faces light up like we talked about earlier that for me is just it's, it's yeah. kind of what I do, why I do what I do. And it's just, you know, and the other thing that, you know, it's the, the program that me and Stace do is we do customize and Stace was talking about this. We, we will, before everyone's individual call, we'll talk about that individual and say, oh, where are they at? And then we'll kind of use the program, but then also use whatever, you know, our intuitive abilities to kind of then customize the next session based on that individual. So mm -hmm. it does follow the format, but actually it's the beauty of, where you are in your journey and how, much, and how much you're playing full out is then based on how much you get out of the program. Mm -hmm. 
So I, can, I could keep talking to you guys for hours, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I do, do want to end with, we always love ending the podcast by really kind of asking our listeners um, maybe a general prompt or a question to really kind of look inside and kind of look at things differently. So I'm going to ask you both for a question um, that we can leave our listeners with. And I don't mind, Stacey, if you go first, or Nicole, you go first. I'm, I'm open to don't both speak at once. Any one of you is good. <laughs> I would I would say that my question to the listener would be, are you satisfied with your current recipe? Mm. When you sit down with yourself and you think about your life, your physical body, your mental and emotional body, your spiritual body, when you think about yourself as a soul, are you at peace with where you are? And if you're not, are you ready to do something about it? Mm. Love that question. Me too. Um, mine, so I keep getting brought back to what you asked us both at the start means where you're like how did you shine your light on yourself today right and I feel like one of the first things that we teach and I, I get a feeling that you guys will probably do the same now after talking <laughs> is like those foundational pieces of self-love and self-trust right so when we have self-love um we're doing things for ourselves like shining our light when we do things to build self-trust it's about our belief in self and our accountability and our consistency so i refer back to like rituals as self-love and practices as self-trust so it's like if you were to look at your day your 24 hours what are the rituals that you have on a daily basis that show you self-love and then what are the practices or the habits that you have in the day that show you self-trust, right? And then you can, you know, if you want to take that further, what is it that you'd love to do on a ritual, as a ritual on a daily or a weekly basis? What are the things you'd love to introduce as your practices on a daily or a weekly basis? And those two things there, when we have self-love and self-trust, that's when everything starts to open your intuition. You believe in the messages. You believe in your ability. You believe in your gifts, your self-love. You're loving who you are. You're loving this expansion. You're loving everything that you're doing for yourself. So that would be my tip about self-love and self-trust. So I love both of those questions. We will include those in the show notes. And um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of finish by thanking both of you. I love this space. I love the conversation. Um, I always knew it was going to be kind of a, a very much of a flowing conversation. <laughs> We're aligned in a lot of things we do. So, yeah, just thank you. Thank you to all the listeners. I feel so blessed when we receive messages, comments. Um, just know that it's having an impact. We, res we respond to all the messages we receive. So if you do have comments, please let us know. Um, I will include um, all of our contact details in the show notes. If you want to reach out to any of us for any of the things that we, the services that we offer, then please do so. Yeah, any closing comments from you two? Nicole? Uh, you know I have to give only one. <laughs> 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 <I love> <laughs>
I, I, I love that. And, and, and anyone that, that any, yeah, anyone that follows the call on Clubhouse will hundred percent recognize that. So, <laughs> no, thank, thank you, you both for that. having me. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. It's been a thank pleasure. You so much. It was a beautiful experience. Thanks everybody for being here. Mm. Thank you, everyone. Sending everyone so much love and light. We love this conversation. We love the impact that we have with this podcast. So sending so much love and light. And we'll speak to you all very soon. Bye for now.